Hello everyone, Dan here, welcoming you to another throwback episode of Be Kind Rewind. This is your Disney Plus movie podcast. This is the Old School Saturday episode, and today's episode is actually from a movie that is not that old as some of the others that we have been covering. Today's episode is actually going to be mine and my wife Grayson's coverage of the 2020 one movie safety so i hope y'all enjoy it What does sacrifice mean to you? It means being selfless. Committed. Now our tradition here is unlike any other. We're family. Now, Ray, these scholarships are yearly. You perform on the field, you perform in the classroom, and if you don't, they take that all away. Yes, coach. You can't be satisfied. There's no guaranteed spot on my team. It's my brother. Again. Baymar. He's coming. Ray, earlier this morning, I got her into a 30-day inpatient program. We'll be placing Faymar in foster care. Can't I just have a family member watch me? It's cool. Should be getting back to school anyway. I'll be good. Something in me's awakening. Uh-huh. Wait. I'll take him. All the naysayers stay praying that I wouldn't make. I had to bring my little brother to live with me on campus. Had to look inside, find the motivation. May we build bridges and break limits. Mom's gone. It's just you and me. Trying to make a better way when the day's finished. You don't have to do this on your own. For the future, we winning if they winning. This is our story. I just want to leave a page in it. Why are you helping me? Uh-huh. Everyone's family here. This is where you rise. This is where you shine. My brother and I had it kind of tough growing up. History in the making. Clemson has given me the opportunity to change my life. My coaches, my teammates. These men are my brothers, too. History in the making. You've been waiting for this your whole life. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Be Kind Rewind. This is your Disney movie. Disney? Disney Movie Podcast. I don't know why I'm having trouble saying that. 
I am, of course, one of your hosts, Dan Teets. And with me tonight is a very special person in my life. No, it's not Icky. It's my wife. Hi! And we are doing things a little bit differently tonight. Because this past weekend, if you are actually listening to this on the week of December the 19th, um, Disney Plus actually released a movie entitled Safety. And the first thing that you're thinking is, okay, so this is a movie about the safety dance, right? <laughs> Not quite. It is the movie about the Clemson safety, hence the name, Ray Ray... McElfrey. What she said. Or actually, I think it's McElrathy. Once again, what she said, because I can't pronounce it, and so I'm going to be turning to her to say it anytime that I need the word pronounced. But this movie actually was released on Disney Plus on December the 11th, and so we watched it this past week, and we're going to break it down for you and let you know the highs, the lows, the ins, the outs. And we are going to tackle, see what I did there? I did, I see what you did. <laughs> the movie itself. So, this is a little bit before my time of being a Clemson fan. Because I did not truly become a Clemson fan until 2015, 2016. He married into this. <laughs> hey, it's not a bad thing to marry into. So, this movie was actually set... I think it was 2006, 2007. Seven. So the movie kicks off with Ray Ray actually moving onto campus and moving in with a guy who described himself as a third string kicker whose mm -hmm. name was Daniel. And somehow oh, I don't really? I don't think he was a third string kicker because he was actually kicking off in the Florida Atlantic game. But I don't know. So we cut to practice. And Ray Ray can't keep up with the practice. And so one of the coaches asks him if he wants for everybody to stop so he can catch up to him. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, Ray Ray says no. He was still adjusting life of a D1 collegiate out, uh, athlete. Yeah. That's what, that's what I was thinking, too. So then we meet, uh, it was Coach Bowden at the time. Um, I don't know if that's who we met first, but yeah, Coach Bowden was the head coach at the time. Tommy Bowden, who is Bobby Bowden. Okay. Well, either him or Coach Simmons, I can't remember. I, I got down Coach Simmons, but I might have written it down wrong. It was probably was Coach Bowden tells everybody that the first day of practice is the very next day. And practice is supposed to start at 5.30, so they shouldn't be late. And as most first year college students they don't understand how to work with an alarm clock <laughs> and Ray yeah, did Ray, you notice the only two that were late they were well that's because they might be the only two no they weren't the only no, they two were only, they were only okay well i think it's because ray ray actually hit snooze mm -hmm. or he turned off the alarm and the next uh -huh. thing that we see it's 526 and they're supposed to be dressed out ready dressed out her. in pads the very next minute basically and so from there we don't see what kind of um torment that they go through instead we get a little montage of ray ray having to go to class and go to practice mm -hmm. and go to class and go to practice yeah it was just a little constant clips of you know just showing 
the exhaustion that these athletes have to deal with and keeping everything up. And so... And the fact, which you may be getting there, but and the fact that he was taking eight can. Yeah, actually, I don't think I actually had that down, but... And, you know, if you're familiar with, especially freshman year, they don't really want you to take more than 12, and um, the, Ray Ray was actually enrolled in 18 hours. So he had a, a true heavy load. Yeah, that's... I think that's six classes, and I think I actually did that my second semester of my freshman year, and that's why I had to change schools, was because <laughs> I didn't do as well in my second semester. But Ray Ray is hacking it, and so he we come to the last day that you can actually buy your books, and he comes up to Coach Simmons prior to practice, and he asks, asks him if he can run out early. Because he has to get across campus to get his books and everything like that. And Coach Simmons stops another player. Senior player. A senior player and asks him if he had any problems getting his books. And of course. <laughs> or if he ever had any problems. Like, no man, don't be silly or whatever he says. And so Coach Simmons turns to Ray Ray and says, you'll just make it work. You'll have to get over there in the mm. morning. And next thing we know, we cut to Ray Ray running to the campus bookstore right as a, shall we say, a wonderful person. <laughs> well, she was a worker there. She was a college student. She was getting off and, you know, just like everybody else, five o'clock or whatever time they closed, she was ready to close. And, um, you know, but if it wasn't it, her fault he was late. <laughs> yeah, it was It was Coach Simmons, but, I mean, what, what are you going to do? And so there's two people that are working, obviously, because you can't, walk alone at night or th something like that and the other girl says don't worry about it i'll lock up I've, I've still got some things to do you go on and so she lets ray ray in and this is where the sparks begin to fly <laughs> because the girl's name is casey and she is a journalism major i mm -hmm. i think so yeah or, or writer she's yeah i think she works for the paper and so she's she and Ray Ray start talking, and there's a baseball game on in the background. And I'm like, well, this must be spring semester because you don't play football in the fall, and or you don't play football in the spring. Well, and I'll go ahead and just say, I mean, there were, it was a really, which I know you'll, I always tend to jump the gun, but I know you'll get this. But, you know, the movie was a really great depiction of, a true story of what happened to this young man and his family. Um, but there were a lot of discrepancies in the movie. Um, as a Clemson fan, as a, as a Clemson fan during that time, having been to many games that actual year, um, you know, it. There, as I'm watching it, it's hard to... A lot of times I had to say, okay, this is just a movie, because a lot of things were not correct. But they got the gist right. And just to digress a little bit about how busy um, Ray Ray was, you know, a piece of that was he kept getting this phone call that he would either ignore or delete. And it was his baby brother, you know, wanting to talk to him. And he never had time for him because he had all this stuff going on. So I'll leave it at that for him. Well, and that actually, that plays into the this part of the, of the um, movie because... Ray Ray and the girl's name who the girl who is named Casey are talking and she starts 
breaking down a baseball game and saying that a 205 hitter shouldn't even be out there playing against whoever they're playing against. And Ray Ray just looks at her and he's like, you like sports? And she's like, well, yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing. And so he awkwardly stammers, I love you. Oh, yeah. Because she's in sports journalism. That's what it is. And she's rattling on some statistics and whatnot about, you know, some sports. And he's, you know, all dreamy doe-eyed, like, oh, I love you. And she's like, what? <laughs> that was a cute scene. And I looked at Grayson and I was like, oh, so have you met Ray Ray? <laughs> because that's something that Ted Mosby actually did on the very first episode of how I Met Your Mother, and of course, if you've seen the show, he ends up with, if you hadn't, I'm sorry, I just spoiled it, <laughs> and I just saved you probably a couple hundred hours of your life. So, as Ray Ray and Casey are walking out of the um, bookstore, the phone rings, and it's Ray Ray's little brother, Faymar, and Faymar's like, well, are you talking to a girl? Ha ha. And he's like, what do you want? What do you want? He's like, well, I got another um, disciplinary form. And he's like, all right, well, can't mama take care of it? And then he hangs up on it. And, and in case he's gone, nowhere to be found. <laughs> yeah. So obviously that I love you scared her off. <laughs> so we cut to the next day or probably several days later of practice and... I could never find what this was actually called, where it's a one-on-one -on -one scrimmage between two men in a pit. And oh yeah, I was gonna ask Will about my brother about that. It's almost like a it's almost like a scrum in rugby, rugby, but it's something else. I can't think of the word, but um, where they face off on each other, more or less hold. They, it's like a holding. Yeah, it's, it's a like a holding game on or holding drill. If you haven't watched it, it's. If you haven't watched this movie, it's a it's where you got an offensive player. Normally, it's like an offensive player going up a deep up against a defensive <laughs> player, and they have to one of them has to knock the other one either out of the pit or knock them down because I mean yeah, and there is a word for that drill. I just can't think of it right now. It's a football play, so you're trying to get around your opponent to get to the quarterback <laughs> or to break out if you're playing offense. That's right. And so Coach Simmons calls on Ray Ray to go up against Keller. And let me just stop stop you too to for everybody who's not diehard Clemson fans, which I mean, how dare you? But enough, enough that's another day. <laughs> but for those of you that aren't diehard Clemson fans, just to give you an idea of maybe what the practices were, the caliber of talent during this two thousand seventeen, the people that this movie is about and shows these were the kids that were backups to your Thunders and Lightning, to your uh, Jacoby Forge, to your CJ Spillers. Um, so this was a this was really the breakout crew that kind of put Clemson back on the map uh, before Dabo or Dabo's dynasty, if you will, took over the next year. So this is this is really um, kind of the the beginning of this talent train. Um, this group, this group of kids. So just a little side note there. So uh, we we have Ray Ray get called into the scrum, the pit, whatever it is that we're going to be calling this. And he has to go up against the senior. And the senior's like, really, coach, you're going to put me in against this? And, of course, being a Disney movie, who wins but Ray Ray? Which <laughs> that probably 
did happen because the senior wasn't expecting this little punk freshman, for lack of a better term, to come in and dominate him. But he's like, "Oh man, you 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 know you know I slipped. That's how it happened. I slipped. It, that there there wasn't any reason for it. I just slipped." And he kept his name was Keller, and he is. A, I had to look it up because I was like, I don't remember a Keller, and I'm sure there's a fan out there that's gonna email you if I'm wrong. But I think he was a fictional character. I could not find that character, that actual. Just another side note. So after Keller gets one upped, everybody's celebrating that Ray Ray actually won the scrum. And it's a nice little transition to a party. And, I mean, everybody's dancing and Ray Ray comes in with Daniel. And the we see Keller call for Daniel to get him a drink. Probably an adult beverage, since he is a senior. Yeah, wasn't he, wasn't he hanging out with Casey? Wasn't he yeah. standing there with her? Yeah. Yeah, and so that... And so Daniel calls for Ray Ray to get him a drink so that way he can bring it over there. And it kind of deteriorates from there because Keller's like, well, I didn't ask for you to get me a drink. I asked for this kid to get me a drink. And when it Yeah, I mean, it was just, ultimately this whole scene is just about everybody trying to show their alpha. You know, everybody, all the different guys were trying to, you know, buck up and show who, who's in, in control. And for this one, it ended up being Keller because he tells Casey, come on, let's just get out of here. Let's leave these kids alone. And, I mean, the... And she goes with him. Yeah. Which we find out the reason for that a little bit later on. Mm -hmm. And so we transition to the next day of class, and it's some kind of a psychology class. Mm -hmm. And the professor asks... A question and Casey answers it but she doesn't answer it to the teachers. She answers it very very generalized. Which if you're a journalism major you're not supposed to go general you're supposed to dig in to get to the answer. And of course he doesn't realize that he's even in the class with her until the teacher calls her name Casey and um, so Ray Ray kind of steps up and answers, very intelligent, intelligent guy steps up and answers in a really in-depth, which actually this is probably one of my favorite parts of the movie because the, the professor says, you know, well done on the answer and, you know, that wasn't even in the reading and Ray Ray looks up and he says, yeah, but it was in the footnote and there's just kind of this mute, there's, there's look, there's this look between he and the professor that just show mutual respect um and what would be a good word um admiration yeah admiration for each other um which i thought was just a cool moment as far as education because i'm a nerd like that but (laughs) but um but then it goes you know and shows afterwards he runs up to casey's like i didn't know you know you were in my class and she's like well i don't have to tell you everything you know kind of deal and then he goes on and you know talks about how she should be thanking thanking him because you know he saved her or whatever, and she said, well, what would have been nice if you would have answered before I got called on, so, and that was just kind of a cute. <laughs> and so from... And that kind of starts their friendship, really, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, because obviously he's kind of made up for the I love you comment. Yeah. And so they hit it off, and he starts asking Casey about her boyfriend, Keller, and she's like, no, no, we just went to high school together. So that kind of revealed you know why they were and oh by the way 
would you like to go to the Esso Club with me? There's a, what is it? A, I don't even remember what the actual party was that, that was that that weekend. I don't remember either. Oh, that's another thing, though. If, you've ever, if you're ever in Clemson, South Carolina, hit up the Esso Club to die for. <laughs> <laughs> so, we cut to the night of the party, whether it's that night or a couple of nights later. And Ray's trying to figure out what to wear. And, of course, Faymar calls again. Yep. And he's got another disciplinary report. And it's because of what's going on in the background that Ray says, well, I got to go home. And so we get, we show. Well, clarify that though. So, so he's on the phone and Faymar's like, I have another whatever, you know, he's like, he's like, well, you know, he hears somebody talking. He's like, who is that? And. Faye, they call, Faye Mar's nickname is Faye, and so Faye says who it is, he's like, why are you with him? Uh, and then the phone clicks, and then Daniel, of course, because they're roommates, is over in the bed studying or something, and he's like, and Ray Ray says, I've got to go home. He's like, what are you talking about? Because they were supposed to, you know, go to this party. He's like, I'll be back in time for practice in the morning. I've got to go home, and he leaves, so we don't really know, you know, what's going on. Yeah. But we find out soon enough because we cut to Ray getting on a bus going to the ATL. Whoop, whoop. Sorry. Oh, and I will back it up too because when he's talking to Faymore on the phone, he's like, why can't you give it to Mama? And that's when that's when he hears the guy's voice. And he's like, who is that? So at this point, we're kind of in the know that Mama's not around. Yeah, and we find out that the reason that the Mama is not around is because she's been arrested for possession. Again. Again. They make it, yeah. And so, the next morning, they find out that her, that the mom's been transferred to an in, inpatient rehabilitation facility for the next 30 days. And social services says that they can take Faye and put him into foster care. Mm-hmm. And right as they're getting ready to walk out the door, Ray says that he'll take them. So, the two of them get on a bus, head back to Clemson, and... This is where the comedy really starts because you got Ray trying to sneak Faye in, yeah. into the yeah, dorm. Yeah, this was a, a good bit of comic relief for a, a somewhat pretty serious um, situation. I imagine that the movie made made a lot of um, liberties with the fun, the funness, for lack of a better term, of yeah. this because I'm sure during this actual life event for these boys, this was not fun. Um, but he was very adamant on protecting his brother and having him there with him but you know of course d1 ncaa rules you know you can't well i'll let you go into that more but more or less you know he he can't be harboring um, a minor a minor you know all these rules they have you know where they can't you know pay for they can't accept gifts and all this kind of stuff so dan will get to that in a minute but i do think it's important when you're watching this movie to remember you know this was an 18-year-old kid and an 11-year-old kid trying to just protect each other and be there for while still the oldest one, you know, trying to live out his football dream. So, I mean, it's really a, it's a really touching and... It's a deep film without being a deep yeah, film. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's a very deep film, but they go at it from an angle of this lightheartedness. Um, but there are some moments that are just really, you know, if you think as a parent or if you think as... A child of some sort of trauma. You try to, you know, look through these eyes of these kids. I mean, it's it's a it's a deep concept. And I did gloss over the um, rules and regulations, but that'll come up later because 
we had like maybe a 20 second clip during all of the classes of the compliance officer actually oh, yeah. stating mm -hmm. don't do this don't do that don't do this don't do that and that was kind of at the beginning wasn't it like at yeah. the beginning of the football training or football season like they had, you know, somebody sit down with the whole team and it's like, okay, you know, you're D1 now, like, I don't want to, I'm not going to cuss, but bleep's about to get real kind of thing, you know, like, <laughs> like you're about to have people wanting to pay you money, wanting to do all these things, and so they really set, set that up in the beginning to know kind of where this is going in the sense that um, it was almost inevitable that this, hap what happens, happened yeah. um, because of just the rules and regulations of D1 football or D1 athletes, any athletic Yeah, group. so with Ray sneaking Faye into his dorm room, he's already starting to skirt the edge of what's yeah. legal and illegal. And so with... Well, I always want to put behind it what's legal and illegal of D1 Sport regulations, and we're not talking about law. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. Know, so, yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 should, sure I should have said that. So. know what we're talking about. But because Ray's so worried about, and he's on scholarship too. I mean, you got to remember that this kid's on scholarship. Yeah, which is which is part of the reason why he was taking 18 classes. He's That's like, right. hey, if it's free, I'm going to take it, and I'm going to take advantage of that. Yeah, yeah take advantage of it, make myself better, so that way yeah. I can have a better life. But because Ray's so worried about Faye being in the dorm, he messes up while he's on kickoff coverage. And preoccupied night. And instead of sticking around to hear if the coach has anything to say about it, he books it out of practice, runs into Daniel, who gets introduced to Faye because Faye is jumping up and down on oh, the yeah. bed. Was this when was this when Ray's like, I thought you had class tonight. He's like, no, it's some other time. He's like, are you going to let me in the dorm or what? <laughs> yeah. And a side note, too, is they have this really nerdy, dorky RA that's like, <laughs> like, I mean, just really ridiculous. And so they're trying to, like, skirt around him the whole time with Faye. It's, that, that part's pretty cute and comical. Yeah, so Ray gets introduced, or... Um, Daniel gets introduced to Faye because he's jumping up and down on the bed, watching... With a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, he's... Well, I don't know if it was a lightsaber or a pool noodle. Because, but I mean, that's what he was pretending Yeah, he, he was be, pretending yeah. that it was a lightsaber yeah. because I think he was actually watching the worst um, Star Wars movie ever. Jeremy Binks. Yes. <laughs> Which we will probably be covering in about which, which 25 years. Which so... Well, it's the only one I don't fall asleep in. Well, there, there's no, there's no appealing for taste when it comes to liking things that were. Oh, I see. When you were growing up, that's gotcha, why. Gotcha, gotcha. So. Side note, sidebar. <laughs> so as the, as Ray and Daniel run into the room, they hear the RA come in, mm -hmm. and he's like, "Hee hee, there's not supposed to be any." Loud noises during quiet during hours. Study during whatever. study time. During study time, and that is my um, nerd voice, in <laughs> case you couldn't tell. So they. I really, <laughs> I really related to this scene because when I went to, I'm not going to even say where, but anyway, my very first semester of college was a bad choice in college, and my RA was the biggest freaking dork. And this RA reminded me of my RA that I had, that we had in the dorm. And it was just funny because, like, it 
we're brought back all those memories of us trying to like sneak around her and stuff. Yeah, there there's usually one in every school, and it's like everybody has that as their freshman RA. Yeah. I don't know how that ends up they happening. Rank, they rank them like did the freshman, I guess. I don't know. Well, yeah, that's 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 probably what happened. So as a result of um, Daniel getting introduced to Faye. Mm -hmm. He decides to help to keep Faye undercover. And so we have a cute little montage of them trying to sneak him in and out of the room. To, to go to yeah. the bathroom and funny. to take a shower. And put him in a laundry bag. And... Yeah, and so we see Ray down doing laundry and a little itty-bitty um, pair of, I can't remember what type of underoos, Falls out right as Casey approaches him and asks. It was like a, it was like a comic book or something. Yeah. But it was tiny little boy pant, boy briefs. And <laughs> Casey sees them and her eyes get big. She's like, okay. Weirdo. <laughs> and so she basically dogs him out for standing her up for going to the SO club. He's like, hey, yeah. Um, well, and she thinks he has a kid. Remember, she asked him. She's like, do yeah. you have a kid? Yeah, but that, that actually happens later when uh, they're actually out on their first official date. Oh, that's right. See, I jumped the gun again. Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. The, these I get things, excited. These things happen when we start talking about Clemson football. That's right. Go Tigers. So, Casey looks at the underwear. I don't know if she picks them up or if she no, just leaves she, them. No. <laughs> hey, they're clean. She, he pulled them out of the dryer. She kicks them with her feet. Okay, so then we start running Ray. Ray and Faye have to go to Ray's school, and they're both on the bus. And, of course, Ray is using his um, Clemson club card or whatever it is mm -hmm. to get them both to and from. Another thing to remember when it comes to regulation, that means he's technically paying for a family member to use the facility. You see what I'm saying? So it, it gets really... Dicey. It gets very dicey with the littlest things, which comes later when he has, like, kind of an anger out, outburst of, of anger. Um, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's fine. Once again, Clemson football for the win. So, he, we, we have, we have a montage of them going back and forth to school, and it ends up with Ray running into Casey and volunteering to be a cameraman because hers flaked out on her. And so they go and they interview this cute little Clemson. Diehard old Clemson alum fan. And, wife and husband. Yeah, and and it's like, and, and Ray, we're so proud of you to be part of the family and part and, of the team. And and, the, and this is where it starts to get dicey-er because Ray has to pretty much lie about what his mom does for, well, for a living. Well, yeah, I mean, because of course they're older and they just ask like, oh, you know. What does your mom do? Or where's your mom? You know, and he's like, and he lies and says that she's a nurse, a travel nurse. And then they're like, well, we hope we'll see her at one of the football games. And mm -hmm. then we cut to Ray and Casey traveling back and just looking at each other. And, mm -hmm. and Casey asks Ray out again. So there are some little sparks of love. Yeah, yeah for sure. And she was also, FYI, side note. She was also a fictional character. Apparently, she was based on several the several ladies, young women that he dated. Mm, um, okay. 
So he was a little. He was. I'm not saying like he was a bad ladies man. He was I mean, a player. But I mean, ladies. yeah. I mean, he was a freshman, sophomore. I mean, he didn't. I mean, he was. He dated around, and she was. She is. Um, based on some of his girlfriends. But because of Ray's um, having to take Faye to and from school, he ends up missing an exam, which then yeah, ends up... Yeah, that was really sad. Which then ends up having him mess up a coverage on a um, pass play. Well, and just to digress, because, again, I, I loved this professor of his. Um, the, the test that he missed was the professor that they had the meet. Um, respect for each other and the professor kind of pulls him aside and he's like I can't let you take this test and even though I, I think Ray was really of course mad and upset because he couldn't divulge the reasons behind it but he also it was almost like he understood you know that that was the rule or whatever so it's just kind of building these little rules keep building on top of each other to kind of create this momentum of where this is going with mm -hmm. the, the whole rule part. Yeah, and so he misses the exam. He messes up a pass coverage, which that pass coverage ends up having him miss the travel squad for his first football game, which is mm -hmm. Boston College. And in the midst of all this, Ray gets a call from Faye's school because Faye's refusing to change into his gym clothes, which is where we have the first big blow-up. And as they're walking out, Ray's asking Faye the reason that he didn't want to just go along with the rules. He's like, well, honestly, if I change, then they're going to take my lunch money because they don't have locks on the locker. And, I mean, it's... And again, that's... I mean, we're talking about some deep-seated fears in this kid's reality. And he's used to, like, he didn't want to take, he didn't want to change clothes because he was afraid that the clothes he left in the locker and the things that were in his pockets were going to get stolen because that's what he was used to. So, I mean, there's, again, I mean, there's just a lot of really eye-opening, deep, eye deep mm -hmm. real things going on in this movie that they've made into sort of this strange entertainment world, but um, it, 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 it'll strike a chord with you. And, of course, Ray is like, Look around you. We're not, you know, in that place anymore. But you know, I mean, he's an eleven-year-old kid. Yeah. Like that's all he knows. Yeah, I mean, it's it's concrete, black and white, right and wrong. There is no right. third option when you're that age. Right. I mean, he just sees it for what it is, and he doesn't know any different. And Faye even said, "Well, while you were off trying to get your football, I was having to deal with putting my lunch money." in my shoe and then put a little bit more in my jeans and then put a little bit more under my pillow and then while I'm asleep mom comes in and steals it yeah, all. Yeah. So I mean I'm just, sitting here almost yeah. I'm sitting here almost tearing up about just thinking about it. Right. So from there we cut to Ray telling Faye that because of all that he's got going on, he's not gonna be oh, it was an open mic night. That was the second day. Mm. He says that he's not going to be going to it because of Faye. And Daniel basically tells him, well, you can go to the game, or you can go to the open mic night only if we tell the rest of the squad. And by squad, we aren't talking about the full 95 or 130 players that are actually on the Clemson roster. We're talking about the five or six players that are actually in the inner sanctum it's like a it's a couple of 
I mean, they're all freshmen. Yeah, too. they're all freshmen. Yeah, it's almost like a pledge class. So, Ray reluctantly accepts and goes off to open mic night. And this is where, after the date, Casey asked Ray about. Well, you need to tell them too. I mean, that, and of course, the guys were on board with helping them hide Faye and all that. Yeah, because he said, because they said that we're family. That's right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's a. I mean, it was like a no-brainer for them. They were like, why, yeah. why are you just telling us that? Yeah, and, and I mean, we don't know if this has been going on for one day or for two weeks. or It's definitely less than 30 days because at the 30-day mark, they head back. But that's later on in the in the uh, movie. So after after his squad says, well, yeah, it's we're, we're going to go ahead and do this. Go on your date. And so... Casey confronts Ray about the little purple <laughs> underwear. And Ray says that, oh, well, it was just left over after I got back from going home. And yeah, she, she buys that. Yeah, and she, well. Yeah, it's legit. Yeah. Could happen. And, and this is where she asks if you had, if he had a kid. Mm hmm and Ray says no, and she's like, well, I don't know, because, I mean, it's possible. It's not likely, but it's possible. And, I mean, it's just, it's just a, a big, huge mix-up because of what she's thinking and what he's thinking that she's thinking, and and you're thinking that she's just going to blab if he... Well, I don't know if she would blab, because, I mean, they're starting to profess feelings without expressing feelings. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point she just bought it, though. I mean, I think it... You know, she was like, oh, okay, because, I mean, that was a legitimate kid that... You know, after she asked about the kid, he's like, oh, no, it probably came back from when I came back from home, blah, 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 blah. I've got a little brother. And then, you know, they moved on. So we cut to the next Monday, or the next day that they're showing, and Ray's left his playbook, and so... <laughs> We hear psst, psst, and Ray looks over, and there's Faye. Like with, hiding behind a column on the building. And so, I mean, we're, he calls him over, grabs the book, and No, he's, remember he starts fussing. He's like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be in the dorm. He's like, you left this. So it's like Faye was trying to help him out, you know. Yeah, and so they do the little sneak walk mm -hmm. into the... Um, blocker room. And this is when the discrepancy. When they were walking through the quote-unquote football room. facilities, I was like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> so I don't know, again, I'm sure a lot of y'all don't know, but they just went through like a multi-million dollar upgrade <laughs> on the facilities. I think it was two years ago. Yeah. And so, but of course they just filmed this last year, so they're using these facilities. Well, this was not the football facilities in 2007. So just FYI, when you're watching the movie, you're looking at today's facilities, which are unparalleled, unparalleled to like anywhere else. I mean, it's ridiculous at how awesome. And not what was happening in 2007. Just FYI. So you have to put on your disbelief goggles while yeah, you're watching exactly. a 13-year-old movie that was actually filmed last year. Right, right, right. Exactly. So while we're walking through the facility... Keller comes in, and Ray Ray throws Faye into one of the laundry carts, <laughs> and we found out earlier that Faye is allergic to a certain Some kind of detergent. Yeah. And so Keller walks in, and all of a sudden you hear this little, ha-choo! Yeah, he's just sneezing. 
And, and scratching, you see his arms scratching. And so Keller confronts Ray at practice and tells him that he has to tell the coach. Yeah, cause, yeah. So Ray, Ray, Ray's like, you know, please don't tell the coach. He's like, oh, I'm not. He's like, you are. He's like, because what? Because this hurts the team, and I'm all about the team, even though they do not get along. So, um, anyway, and then fast forward, it shows, you know, Ray in with the coaches, and of course they're angry at him. More so because they kept it from him, you know, yeah. than really what was going on. But, of course, you know, they got all the rules and regulations come up that he can't have somebody on campus and this, that, and the other. So, that's kind of where it really starts. I would, I, I, To me, that scene where he is in there with the coaches is kind of the climax of the movie as far as the plot now has the down downward slope of where to go. Yeah. Um, and so... After the coaches say, well, you got to get him out of here. Of course, this happens on like day 29. It kind of looks because Ray yeah, comes he back. Says, doesn't he? And in the meeting, doesn't he say it's just a couple more days? Yeah. Until he goes back or whatever. And so we cut to Ray in the bedroom, throwing all the face stuff into a bag and dropping it by the door. And the next morning, they leave and cut to the Fulton County correctional facility where the boys are told that the mom's doing good but she's going to have to stay in full-time treatment for several more months and ray just can't handle it because of what he's already been told and you know he's trying not to lose a scholarship and yeah that other and so uh, ray unfortunately puts him into foster care and, and goes back goes and back yeah and he goes yeah. back to clemson and so well and then there's this long meeting with simmons who is he has more of a relationship with the coach and and he has this long talk with him and more or less they they have this in-depth talk and more or less simmons is like all right let's you mm -hmm. know so they go get him um but then you know of course the ncaa guys come and they have to start talking about you know because the coach's wives are helping Ray get paid to school and all this kind of stuff. He can't live in the dorm. They have to get him a place off campus. And so, of course, now the, you know, the commissioners come to talk about the rules and regulations and that this is, you know, against against those rules and regulations and it just becomes a mess. Yeah. But we did miss one, actually a couple of things before that actually happened. Oh, uh, my bad. <laughs> Every time. That's why I'm only invited like once a quarter on here. <laughs> So, um... I was just hitting the high points, my yeah. bad. Well, hey, high points high points will get it done unless you're looking for a, a down... <laughs> unless you're looking for a down and dirty in the trenches, so to speak. So, Ray's, Ray goes to practice, and he's running the wind sprints. Oh, yeah. And this is where we... Oh, yeah. And you just wanted to jump right over it. I know. Well, I'm not bad. I just... But so you know about it? Are y'all ready for it? <laughs> I just can't. I'm done. Good night, y'all. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry, baby. So Ray's out running wind sprints, and he asks the coach how many he done, and the coach says that's 19, and Ray says, "Well, I thought the last one was 19." And, the and coach, then you hear the, the coach goes, and the next one's going to be 19, too, because <laughs> you're supposed to run 20, I think. And, yeah, because the coach says, you'll run until I get tired. And he's sitting on a upside-down paint can, I think. Yeah. And, a bucket, paint bucket. 
And so the next thing that you see is Daniel comes up and he's running with them. And then after they've run a wind's Yeah, prank, because of course Ray Ray, they said, you know, who helped you hide your brother, the coaches? And of course he said, no, it was just me. And so then when Daniel comes up to the line, he's like, I helped too. And then, the you know, the coach says, all right, well, run. And then, go ahead, baby. And then the rest of the squad walks up and they all run together. And off in the distance, you see... Coach Bowden watching and mm -hmm. kind of picking up on the camaraderie of these guys, and he's sitting back watching how they stand up for each other. that. That that seems pretty important for another scene. And so after the after the practice is over, Ray talks to Casey and tells her the truth about what's going on, and she thinks that this would make a great um, newspaper. And at first, he's reluctant, but then, well, that'll that'll come up later when it actually does get public. So Ray um, goes and meets with Coach Simmons, and this is where he um, tells him that we need to go get Faye. Because he says, you know, he's like, ultimately, y'all are making me choose my family and my family responsibility and my love, and that was really, I, I think, uh, the... Mm -hmm. And so... Simmons and Ray get in Simmons's suburban or whatever he's driving, mm -hmm. and it's on the way up there that he tells them, "Well, in addition to you carrying a full 18-hour class load and playing football, now you're going to have to move off campus, right. and we can't pay for that because that sets a bad precedent. So you're going to be moving into an apartment that you can't afford." And so the next thing we see is him picking up Faye, and Faye's ticked off at everybody in the whole world. Mm -hmm. And so they're driving back home, and it's at eight, it's at the eighty-five intersection, mm -hmm. and Faye's just being a typical eleven-year-old boy playing with the um, windows, like most up kids down, would. Up down, up down, up down, and he's angry. Yeah. He's been left, and then got again, then left again, and got again. He's angry. Yeah. And right so, so. Ray but he's tells... being um, pesty. Being pesty, yeah. I guess would be a good word. And so Ray tells Faye to get out. And well, he... he tells the coach to stop. Well, yeah. I mean, he says, coach, stop. He says, coach, stop. Stop the car, pull over. And because they're trying to have a conversation, and Faye's being ridiculous. And so Ray yanks the door, the back door open, and says, get out. And Faye's like, why? He's like, get out. And they start walking, and he turns Faye's shoulders to him, and he's looking eye to eye, and he says, you got two choices. You go north, and you be with me, and I take care of you, but you're going to have to do what I say. Or you go south, and you're going to be back in foster care. I mean, it was just very, it was like a parent moment. It was great. It was just like, look, I, yeah, our situation sucks. It sucks. But these are your two choices, and it's your, it's your time to pick. So yeah. I thought that was a pretty, that was a... And, of course... Faye accepts and gets in the vehicle, and they head back north. And this was actually where the movie starts to turn south because they get an apartment outside the county, which was Keaton. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, it was off Route Nine. I do remember that much. And so they basically they have basically have agreed to move into an apartment for half the rent. If they fix up the rest of the apartment. Yeah. And Faye has to walk to get to the bus route. And 
Um, again, it's out of the county, but he wanted him to stay in that. And so we cut back to the weight room where Keller and or Keller tells Ray that he was actually a walk-on. Yeah. And they, they share have a bonding moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and they and they share a bonding moment. And Keller says that he's willing to go to war for anybody on the team, but only if they're willing to go to war for him. That's right. For war well, for the team. That's right. For the team. Mm-hmm. So we we cut from the weight room to the practice facility, where Ray is starting to get the ideas on the football, and he actually picks off a pass from number 14, which was somebody that, I don't know if he was a second teamer or what, we oh we, we discussed this while we were watching, and neither of us made a note, so you know he's an important player yeah, in, we don't remember. <laughs> in Clemson history. And... And the end result of the play is it's a touchdown because Ray laterals at the very last moment and the other guy just runs in for the touchdown. And it's because of this that Ray makes the dress team to play against Florida Atlantic. And Ray and Faye are sitting on the back row and Faye starts... Yes, because, I mean, you know, Faye's become kind of the mascot, mascot of, the, of the team now. So he goes to, like, the, a lot of the... Um, meetings. meetings and stuff. So he's sitting on the back row during the they're uh, watching film. He sits on the back row and go ahead, buddy. And once again, remember this is supposed to be the 2007 film room, That's not right. the 2019. Yeah, for real, <laughs> yeah. And it is not the 2007 film room. And so Faye's sitting on the back row, supposed to be doing his homework, and he sees something that helps the team. Um, well, yeah, Coach Bowden's talking, and he's like, you know, why can't we see this? What are we missing? And they go on and on and on, and you hear Faye say something under his breath. Coach Bowden looks up, he's like, do you have something to say? And he said, his jersey. He's tugging on his jersey every time. And so, of course, then everybody looks at it, and th- about our, um, Ray Ray looks at Faye like, shut up, dude. Like, you know, this is practice kind of deal. And um, so Coach Bowden says, rewind the tape, and they watch it again, and sure enough, whenever the guy's going to run, he it's almost like a poker tail. He, like, yanks on his jersey. And so Faye caught that, so that was that was a pretty, pretty mm-hmm. cool. And so because Ray's on the team, on the dress team, he's actually on the kickoff defense, and... Uh, Ray ends up making the tackle at the FAU 11, which is a pretty good, it's a pretty good tackle because most times you get the ball at 20 if you just drop a knee in the end zone. So we cut to later on in the game and Ray, Ray's in on defense and he sees the running back tug on his, on his jersey. And he immediately starts yelling to change the play. Change the play to the Famor. And so everybody knew what to do and he comes in and makes the tackle. And, of course, after this moment, we have another nice little light moment because this is Faye's dance partner. Mm-hmm. Because Faye's getting dressed up for his, what, fifth grade? Yeah, something. Fifth grade dance. dance. And he tells Casey that he can't <laughs> dance. And... Casey's like, well, I'll help you. Yeah, and so Casey puts on some music and Faye's like, oh, yeah. I'm going to dance with girl. <laughs> But no, that doesn't happen. She puts Ray and Faymar together. Yeah. And Ray's like, now when it's a slow song, sometimes a girl will put her hand or put her head down on your shoulder. That was so cute. And he go, didn't he say something like, she's not that short or something? 
And Ray goes, that's not why she's going to be putting her head on your shoulder. No, it, the, he said... Or tired. Yeah. She's not going to be she, tired. She's not going to be tired. We've only been dancing for a very little <laughs> bit of time. And, Ray and, said, that ain't why she's going to put her head on your shoulder. And Faye goes, oh. <laughs> it was cute. And so we cut to the dance. And, and of course, Faye and the girl that he wants to dance with get out on the floor during the slow dance mm -hmm. and Ray and the rest of the squad are standing there at the door watching yeah watching the whole they thing come in later and um of course the dance goes swimmingly Shannon puts her head on <laughs> on Faye's shoulder and he's like Ooh. <laughs> so during all this Casey has been talking to Ray about doing a feature on him since it's coming up on the Bowden Bowl which during this time the Bowden Bowl is Tommy versus Bobby. Bobby. FSU. And reluctantly he's agreed to it. And so the feature runs, everybody starts reading it, and this is where the movie takes another turn because everybody in the community comes back, comes in and starts to help Ray. Mm -hmm. And he gets little called. things, just little things, you know, like one of the coach's wives, you know, offers to take Faye to school so they didn't have to walk. So, um, somebody offers to give Ray a ride somewhere. I mean, yeah. it's little, little, little things that build on each other. Yeah, and of course, Ray gets called into the principal's office to defend the help that the community had done. And the coaches pretty much ask him to choose between the team and his brother, and Ray says that he can't make that. And this is where we see the really sad scene of... Faye walking in the rain and he doesn't have a jacket. That was awful. And he's got on a solid white shirt and it's soaked to the skin. And he has to decline a ride from yeah, the coach's, coach's wife. Yeah, wife's like, I'm so sorry. Because they, you know, they're under scrutiny at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just sad. And that. so, because of the backlash from the future, from the feature, Coach Simmons comes into the compliance officer's office, throws down a whole box of letters supporting Ray and Faye. Mm -hmm. And... Ray comes in one night after practice, finds a letter from Faye stating, you belong at Clemson. Away, yeah. And, of course, this causes Ray to go out and start looking for him, and they find him. With the team and the coaches, everybody's looking for him. Yeah, everybody's out doing a citywide search for him, and they find him at a restaurant, and Ray says that he will always be there for Faye. And it, that was like, no yeah. matter what, and they were going to go to battle for it. To be able to, he was going to go to war to be able to have him or take care of him. And so Ray heads back to Atlanta to get his mom to sign away her rights for Faye. And the more I thought about this, you know, because I do that, but I, he did it because that made it, that made Faye his legal obliga obligation. It, it kind of put it outside of football. Like this was his legal. He was the legal guardian, so he had to take care of him. It wasn't like, um, which I think was going to help him with the the board and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Or and, the committee. No. Well, yeah, it's the, it's the NCAA the, rules, yeah, committee rules committee that, that had to um, mm -hmm. rule on this. And so after he got his mom to sign away her rights, he heads back to Clemson. And Coach Bowden comes in to talk about the hearing that's coming up. And I don't want it to sound like the mom like didn't care. Like she, I mean, she was really working her program. I mean, she was she was very sick. I mean, she had a debilitating addiction. And you know, in, and I don't know if this this part's true, but in the movie, I mean, she really struggled with that decision to sign over those rights. You know, that was her child. But 
she ultimately knew that it was Joyce. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's that part of the movie is heart wrenching because you're because sure. I mean, you know that it's coming, but it's just the way that it hits you in the face with well, and there it, and it shows their relationship. Like Ray is sitting there, and he's like, "Mama, he's always going to be your child. He's always going to mm-hmm. be your son. I'm always going to be your son." But we've got everything. It was just it was very hard. So we're preparing for the hearing, and Coach Bowden says that. Basically says some of the toughest people that he knew couldn't have endured what Ray had Mm -hmm. during the little bit of time that he had been on campus. Yeah, I think it's important to mention that, you know, because Bowden in the movie, sure there were some liberties, but Bowden didn't really have a relationship with Ray. It was more Coach Simmons. So he was kind of the standoffish, like look at things from the outside, not really in it. But, you know, after he saw all this happening and, you know, I thought it was and I, like I said, I don't know if this is what really happened, but in the movie, I thought it was pretty impressive that he actually came to Ray's house. That you know, sit, wanted to sit down and talk. Didn't call him to him. Like he went mm-hmm. to him and and wanted to sit down and talk to him. You know, man to man. I thought and let him know what, what that he was telling him that that he got word that they were gonna proposal. They know. Yeah, and that's where Ray says, "Well, I don't care what the proposal is, or I don't care what their decision is. I'm, still I'm fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so we go to the day of the hearing. Ray and Faye walk in. And say they've got a meeting with the board. And mm-hmm. about 15 seconds later, the other 130 mm-hmm. of the coaches, staff, um, players. football players all follow in after him. Mm-hmm. Ray makes his plea stating that he had already made his decision. And this is where he pulls out a document that his mom had signed, signing away his right, mm-hmm. or signing away her rights. And, and they hadn't, didn't know that until that moment. You know, mm-hmm. he was like, he's shocked. And so, of course... I mean, once again, being Disney, they have to play it up for everything that it is. And I don't know if this was how it actually went down. But it came down to the chairman of the board being the deciding oh, yeah. vote. Mm-hmm. And he's, and you're thinking that the way that he's talking, that he's not going to approve the way. But. Well, and I'll say, I remember this happening. Like, I remember, I mean, he was, uh, Ray Ray and Mikhail Forby, he was on Oprah. He This was national news because... Very seldomly, if ever before this happened, was did the committee overturn and overturn something so blatantly against? Because whether we liked it or not, what all he was doing was against the rules. So they they had never really done that before. And you know when this happened in real life, like it was a because it was a pre. They had he had set up he set a precedent, um, and that had never really been done before. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, of course, the board. And the, his, his speech was great yeah. too. The, yeah, and I'm and I'm I'm, I'm not even going to try to. What was he? The he was the he was the chairman of the board, board probably. Yeah. And I'm and I'm not even going to go into it. Y'all need to go out and watch it. It's like probably ten minutes left in the movie yeah, when this happens. Yeah, it was a great happens. speech. I mean, long story short, though, he, the, the the meat of the speech was him saying, you know pretty much saying everything that he did wrong. And he wasn't he wasn't ugly about it, but he wasn't nice about it either. He was just very point blank, like, you know, these are things, these are things, these are things that you've done, da 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 And then he says, you know, but I've never seen a more worthy reason to overturn, or to set this precedent, mm-hmm. or to overturn this. It, it was great. It was a great speech. It's definitely a, a good, one of the better parts. So we cut to the Bowden Bowl, which is FSU versus Clemson. Go Tigers. <laughs> and um, t- 
Tony Bowden tosses Faye a jersey that has four and a half on it. Hey, because they're about to run down the hill. Because Ray was number nine. Go, Travis. Oh, yeah. Run, ATN, run. Which he will hopefully have done a lot of by this time tomorrow night. But, yeah, so they're saying that Faye is half of Ray. And, of course, the climactic part of the movie is, um, what is Howard Drop? And, I mean, that... How dare you. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't want to call it by the wrong name. I'm just kidding. But, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. But, yeah, so the... Any any Clemson fan knows that when the twenty most exciting seconds in in college football happen, it starts with them all touching the rock, and then they run down this sixty degree hill, which nobody wipes out on. I have no clue oh, how that happens. Been that have, oh, okay. Well, excuse me. In the in the Usually games that I've been at, no one has kids on the side. <laughs> Okay, let me rephrase no, that. It, no, no, it has been football players too. <laughs> okay, never mind then. So the team runs down the hill, and that's the end of the movie, or the end of the actual official movie, because we cut the post, um, the post scenes, and this is where the whole Oprah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Segment right. is actually played in its entirety with the yeah, actual the, the Ray Ray footage, yeah. and Faye. And then after that, we actually show Ray blowing up the play at FAU mm -hmm. after he had Real seen fun. the... Mm -hmm. And that was the actual end of the movie. Yeah, and it showed... It, and, it, you know, of course, it has the little typings up that says, you know, Ray and Faye still keep in touch with their mother. And it showed a really sweet picture with the two of them when she's healthy and clean. And, which, of course, is the best part of this whole mm -hmm. um, movie is that she's healthy and clean and has a relationship with them. But it is, is it's a, to put a nice, pretty bow on it, it's an uplifting, fun movie. Has a lot of error, time frame errors, but... And and you you should be glad that this is not a video because I'm here staring at Grayson when she <laughs> says errors. I'm like... What? Well, no. Before you said time frame errors, I was like, "What do you mean? There's errors in the movie other than like the oh no no lower. like you know things like you know 2020 facility versus not what's happening to them, but little things like that. And like in the in the awesome shots that they that they did um, on the field, which actually last year, and I need to ask my brother, but I'm pretty sure he was at that game. They actually asked everybody at halftime to stay in the stands while they filmed that part so that they could have you know a full stadium and everything. So. Um, that was real, but it shows, you know, the stadium, well, the stadium's been renovated renovated, and thousands of seats, thousands of seats added. So, just uh, there's just a lot of shots. As a Clemson fan who is a regular attendee of games. But I not see, this year. No, of course, you know, COVID ruined everybody's life. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, as, as that person, I could see a lot of things. I'm like, oh, that definitely wasn't there in 2007. That definitely wasn't there in 2007. So things like that. But but if you're not, not everybody's going to pick up on that. Um, and, it, and it doesn't matter to the movie. Like, it has no relevance at all. But just side note. But it, it's a wonderful, upbeat, good story. And true story. Yeah. Which... I mean, with the exception of Davy Crockett, I don't think we've covered any actual true stories. And Davy Crockett even had a little bit of um, fiction mixed in with mm -hmm. it. I was trying oh, to yeah. think of the and proper this, this term for this. For sure. 
Yeah, because we ke we've already said that with Keller and with Casey. Well, you know, and I mean, that's why they say blah, based blah, 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 on a true based story. on a true story. I mean, that doesn't mean that, you yeah. know, and that's okay. Um, but the moral, the package is, you know, that just don't, don't give up on your dream and you, you can have both. You can have, you can do your responsibilities. You can have your family still live your dream. Um, it's tough, but you can do it. So since this is a modern film, mm -hmm. I mean, real modern, like mm -hmm. a week ago modern, mm -hmm. um, we aren't going to ask the questions, but if you haven't watched it, go and watch it. It, even if you aren't a Clemson fan, which... Oh, yeah. That's I mean, it, it it doesn't matter if you're a Clemson fan, a Bama fan. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. A uh, Clemson fan, a Bama fan, even a Florida fan might even like this one. I don't one. know about that. So, um, if you would like to write into this show, you can write in to Write be us. Yes, please write us. We'd like to know that there are people out there that are listening and actually enjoying. And we know you're listening because we can see the stats. So why don't you drop a line and say hi to us? Instead of just using this to fall asleep to at night. <laughs> or as long as it's running. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. But yeah, um, drop us an email at be kind rewind DMP. As always, the DMP stands for Disney Movie Podcast. And this is a great family film too. Like if you've got little kids, I mean. Especially boys. Well, I mean, girls too. But I mean, you know, there's just... Boys play football. But you know, there's just something... So, I don't know. But I'm not one of those weird... I, I won't say that. But She's going to stop. Yeah, I'm going to stop. But but this is great for kids. Great family movie um, that shows some real struggles, but shows them in a light way so that they might can grasp it a little better and it not scare them. Um, so definitely a, a good family from pop. Maybe so there are, but overall, mm -hmm. but there's so much comic relief that it 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 works. I'm very imaginative with my hands. Y'all should see my hands right now. I'm like, well, blah, blah, blah. I really wish it is a video <laughs> for this because mm -hmm. it to peel back the curtain. We are recording this at 9:40, the it, day before it is supposed to go right up. And normally about this time, she's saying, Nine, yeah, it's, I keep looking at the clock. I'm like, all right, we gotta wrap. Well, I can't help it that we've gone an hour and ten minutes because it's a very good movie. It even though movie. even it though the movie is only 50 minutes longer than this podcast will be. <laughs> but, um, have I forgot anything? Oh, rate us, review us on whatever platform you're um, listening to us on. Because that's the way that more people find out about us. And that's kind of the reason why we do this. Well, not to get ratings, but so that way more people can enjoy it. And that's why we took the time to go out and watch this one instead of bringing you Mickey's Christmas Carol, which will be next week's because we have something very special planned. So it'll be another special. I mean, it's not that special because I'm not going to be on it. But <laughs> <laughs> I might see y'all like in March. <laughs> yeah. Keep it I only, up. I only do one every once in a while because I'm not a big... But Clemson supersedes Disney. Yeah, for sure. Which was, like, do you want to do this? I'm like, <laughs> but, but when she saw that it was Clemson, she's like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll come on. Well, I mean, it was pretty cool, though, being that, like, I remember this stuff. Like, I remember this all happening. Um, So that was that was. Pretty cool. Well, thank you for coming on. You're welcome. I definitely couldn't have done this without you tonight. Oh, I'm sure. But I'm, I know that I'm. Yes, you did make it so much better. Um, Sorry I jumped. Hey. If you didn't jump the gun, we wouldn't have false starts. Oh, and you started with... Oh, that was good. You did a little round circle. A little round rock. <laughs> a little round circle. 
Are there any other kind of circles? Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> Alright. Till next time, be safe. Have fun. And, and Merry Tigers. Christmas! Merry Christmas, everybody! Night. Night. Thank you for listening. You can send us feedback at BeKindRewindDMP at gmail.com. We welcome any kind of feedback, and it might get read on the air in a future podcast. Once again, the email address is BeKindRewindDMP at gmail.com. If you have a moment, please rate and review our podcast on whatever streaming service you are listening to us on. This and word of mouth are the two ways to help us reach a larger audience. Thank you in advance for doing this. Thank you again for listening, and we hope you have a great day. Goodbye. regular attendee of games but I not see, this year no of course you know covid ruined everybody's life but um <laughs> <laughs>